G'day everyone, welcome to Barreled Podcast, Barreled Surf Podcast. We are here in the Barreled Podcast Studios. It is Sunday, it is February, I think it's the 9th of February and uh, as always in this podcast studio we've got T-Bone. G'day T-Bone. G'day Namu, how are you buddy? Mate, I am absolutely cracking. I've uh, got a nice cold beer in my hand from uh, various uh, various sources and I'm enjoying myself immensely already. And today we've got uh, the return of our good friend Adam Kennedy. Adzi, how are you, mate? I am bloody bagus. Bloody bagus. Good to have all of us in the studio today to have a chat about surfing. There's been a fuckload going on lately. How good is surfing? Even though it's not even CT action... Mate, it's just action. There's always always, there's always something happening. There's always something to Do you know what? Out. Last year there was didn't seem like there was much going on at this time of year. Um, but yeah, just lots and lots happening. There's been a lot of surf here. No, it's We're been in a the bit rubbish. Deep doldrums of summer southerlies. I know the weekend's been pretty average. Been average, eh? But, but uh, there's been plenty going on in the northern hemisphere. There certainly is, uh, has. Yeah. Hawaii. Hawaii. Ooh. How good is Hawaii? Just. Nothing better than just watching pipeline clips, eh? After all these years, pipelines just still the top dog, eh? So I good. Just, I just love the footage and the photos. Just something about the way that thing throws out is just forever a spectacle. And it's amazing. The number one challenge. January's got to be the best month for pipe. Every year it seems to really turn on in January and February. Does that lead us to the Volcom Pipe Pro? I would imagine. Well. Well, yeah, have I, have I bucked with your um, mate with your program? Not at all. There, no? There's okay. no program here. We we've got an idea of what we're going to talk about on the podcast, but um, we certainly, you know, we're going to mix it up a bit if we need to. But yeah, let's talk about the Vulcan Pipe Pro. It was um, yeah, first couple of days were mental, crazy couple of days, mate. Um, yeah, it was. For starters, I don't think you could even tune into Morocco because I know Morocco was on around the same time, wasn't it, Azzy? It wasn't. I'm pissed off about that, but uh, we'll get oh, back to that one. Oh, he wasn't There's happy. a note in that. But but I must admit, when I when I heard the surf report for Pipe, I was tuning into Pipe, even even if Morocco was online. But um, yeah, well, the first two days, like you said, Demo, I even watched the replays today. Uh, it was phenomenal to watch. Yeah, I was... Um, the poundings on day one. Oh, the, the wipeout. Yeah, some sick wipeout. Nothing Jesus. better, is there? Cool. Watching the best just get there. Fucking ass handed to him on a plate. A whiten style, bro. I got it handed to him, all right? Absolutely handed to them. So, obviously, last year, our, uh, our mate, uh, Jack Robbo, won. Um, and this year, T-Bone, have you got the results there? We all know. We well, all know, know. that wiggly, well, wiggly, wiggly, wiggly won. The Brazilian Storm. First, second, and third. Was it third as well? Yep. So, it was. We had, obviously, Wiggly. And then we had Joao Chiaka. And Diego Dora and Seth Monins, the local Hawaiian. So Seth Monins got fourth, didn't he? Yep. Am I right that Josh, his brother, has won the Vulcan Pipe Pro previously? Not sure, no. Not sure. Vulcan Pipe Pro previously. I I was actually trying to look up the past winners, and I can see John John's won it four times. Kelly's won it twice. JOB's won it once, and he's kind of runner up four times. Solly Um, Bailey, the young Solly Bailey, yeah. I think he might have been. Don't forget Solly Bailey. I know. Fuck your rides quite well. But, um, I mean, it was pumping and, and perfect even for a bit as far as pipe goes. And it just had Jack Robbo written all over it. And obviously I'm just like, yes, yes, we're on the Jack train again. Um, you know, he's. It, it would just be such a great thing, especially since it's been vamped up to the 5,000 from the 3,000, which so it should. should be a 10,000, yeah, let's be honest. 
Um, oh, five, five, yeah, it should know? be a prime queue. It should be a prime. Is it should be on the that's, Challenger that's series is, is what it is That's the now. one, yeah, yeah, the Challenger series. So, you know, it should be. But anyway, I was hoping for Robbo to do it. All the riding was on the wall. But then the last day turned to crap and it went windy and it went sketchy. And, yep. you know, yeah, hats off to the guys that can get through all the big tubing days and get through those days. But it just seems like it came down to, a, I wouldn't say a bit more luck, but I guess I am saying that. So... Um, obviously hard work by Wiggly to get through those, but it just takes that Jack Robbo element out of it where if it's 10 foot and tubing, Jack Robbo is he's almost a shoe and he's just going to make him. But when it gets a bit windy, funky, yep. choppy, lucky, he just couldn't quite get the wave he needed. So I was pretty disappointed in that. But it, yeah. apart from that, it was a sick comp he's and a well former, Wiggly. former champion. I don't think it matters too yeah. much. Even on the pumping days, you had guys that were getting pretty high heat scores and then you get guys that were just getting through on really... Like five, six, or seven. Yeah, five, so five or six or seven. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Right? It's a good scale there too. You know, you get a hell pit, and they'd give you like a five and a half. I'm like yeah. sick. I did love you, that. Did shit. you see Connor Coffin? I think it was the only ten pointer of the event. Did you see that? Yeah, that, that, that was sick. That's crazy. I did see that. That's yeah. actually also the only ten of his career. Only ten of oh, his yeah. career. Yeah, he's yeah. never got a ten before, and he got one in the pipe prior. I mean, jeez. Be straight with that, wouldn't you? Be oh. having a couple of tins going, yes. sick. I just got a tin and pot. Just the cred that comes with exactly. Volcom. It seems like the underground element of Hawaii just really gives that the credit that it's due. And, you know, you make it at the Volcom pipe. It's like. I'll tell you what, if you're a 16 year old Grom and Volcom said to you, I'm going to give you 50 grand a year, whatever it might be, to be on our team, you'd jump at the chance because they're going to take you to pipe, they're going to look after you, you're going to sweep the floor at the house. They're going to make you fit as a fiddle and you're going to learn to surf pipe. What, what an opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I was watching the post-heat interview of Sal, Chris Cote and Dave Wassell with um, Wiggly. Wiggly had, Wiggly's been going to Hawaii since he was 12, he said. Yeah, right. he's, pretty much, he's pretty much tight with the hooey. So I think he's a deserving winner. He's done a Put lot of time. time. He, yep. he seems a real humble lad and he's, he's in tight with the locals. So good on him. First Brazilian to win the Vulcan Pipe Pro. Yeah, good on you, Wiggly. Yeah, good for you, good Wiggly. And he didn't do wiggles. much wiggling. It was more just good Mate, on his line. His so backhand he, attack I'm, is I'm glad pretty, to see he's throwing pretty. his namesake to the side because wiggling... If he was in the <laughs> 80s, wiggling was... That was the shit back then. Oh, Mark Richards and that. They loved to wiggle yeah. in the 20. Mark Richards. Maybe that's what he was man. named what after. What are you talking about? That's Maybe his dad about was a twin fin 80s guru who <laughs> loved to wiggle. Who knows? As Dave Wassell said, that backhand is just plain wiggly. Just, well, there you go. Love his comment. So, he is a classic commentator. Yeah. What a right, legend. so Pipe is over for the season. and well, uh, I've well, got a new favourite American surfer out of that comp, though. All right, as he quick with, it, with someone, what do you got? His name is Maximum Beach. Max, is it oh, Max, I didn't actually Maximum see his or Max? Well, look, I'm calling him Maximum Beach, but uh, <laughs> Max Beach from America. How can you not love that name? What a, what, I'm, I'm going to... Put it this way, I didn't see his heats, but I'll be I'll be zoning in on him in future. Max and Beach. one last quick one. I know Anthony Walsh has done a lot of time in pipeline. Was it just a typo or has he moved to Hawaii for good? I know he's been no, living there for yeah, ten years. He, he was yeah. surfing under the Hawaiian flag. Yeah, oh, he, truly. He's on been that, on that for a while. He's been under the Hawaiian yeah, flag yeah, for a while, yeah, has he? Yeah, he's been under it for a while. So he's fully... T-Bone's across He's yeah. washed his hands. He knows all about this. Yeah. T-Bone's done his research about six yeah, years ago in preparation for this. Okay, well, I, I, I was wondering whether that was legit, but <laughs> whether he's is. Whether he's hooked up with a local girl, got married years have. ago, but I, I, he's been representing the Hawaiian flag for quite some time. So well, there you go. Okay, well, I'm glad I asked the question because T-Bone knows. T-Bone knows. T-Bone knows everything. Hey, just, just a quick one before we move on. 
Billy Kemper, our little mad dog Billy Kemper. Little mad dog Billy. Was awarded the Todd Chesser Hardest Charger Award. So Hot, Hottest Charger. Hardest Charger. And he also won that 1,000 at Sunset in the mix, yeah. which didn't even rain wow. much of a mention. I don't know if you yeah. remember Todd Chesser, but geez, he was a Chase, yeah, fantastic yeah. surfer. Out of reefs, bro. Yeah, he used to love those, those out of reefs, didn't he? He's, uh, yeah, obviously yeah, a legend. Reefs, uh, Mason Barnes. Big left hand out of reef. That's a wave of the winter contender, mate. Sensational bloody looking wave. I, I love those out of reefs because you don't see much of them. It's a little something a little bit different, and it, and it's a throwback to the pre Jaws Mavericks area, you know, where out of reefs in Hawaii were, mate. They were the, they were the big business. So it was oh, a wave of the winter entry great. that I watched, and it was insane. Yeah, I saw it, was, it too. Yeah, beautiful Sick. big left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even got a bit of a barrel on it. it was it was awesome. Yeah, Check that one out. If head you haven't seen such. it, yeah, yeah, no, it's check it out. What's what's it. his name? Mason Barnes. Mason Barnes. Yep. No, so unbelievable. Now, the whilst the Vulcan Pipe Pro was on, we also had a uh, five thousand QS in Morocco, which was uh, held at Anchor Point. They had a backup venue, but it was uh, the idea was to have it at uh, Anchor Point. And uh, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, uh, Nat Young took out the uh, chocolates there, T-Bone. He did, mate. He did his backhand attack. It was pretty on point. Yeah, he's got a I good mean, backhand. I, yeah, you couldn't watch any of it, right? So, but looking at his final heat score, 18.34, he bet, I think he's a Peruvian fellow, Alonso Carrera. So, yep. good to see Nat Young. It's like the final was pumping, uh, which, which was fun. It was very fun. I watched a replay. And... Um, yeah, man, Nat Young has obviously from his CT career a few years ago just such a formidable backhand attack. Yeah, it's mechanical, low, isn't it? Powerful, wickety whack whack. Yeah, man, it's unreal. I, I remember, you know, because TB was back on tour then, and I was always such a Taj fan, obviously. Um, and I just remember every time he come up against Nat Young, I was always like, oh no, Nat Young, you know, he's just such. He was such a solid performer he was so consistent and yep. then somewhere along the line he just fell off tour and i was really surprised um, I, i've got know. a theory on this one actually oh, it's yeah. my Go opinion ahead. that uh nat young fell off tour due to a change in the judging criteria <gasps> is that right yeah he came along and he was doing those backhand hooks really like, i reckon his surfing's got good flow he was just up and down up and down up and down very powerful there's not a huge amount of sparkiness in yeah. his surfing like the airs aren't there repertoire. and that sort of thing. Lacking. Don't get me wrong, I love his surfing. That's the kind yeah. of surfing I love. Yeah. But not many airs and that sort of thing. He's got an air game, but didn't really bring him in the comps. Didn't throw him out there all the time. But mark my words, he will be requalifying this well, year. Well, with a win of a 5,000, he's uh, straight back up on the rankings at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, good start for him. And by, yeah, like we said before, it looked like a really fun event, pumping waves all week. But... As you said, no broadcast, which I was yeah. pretty pissed off yeah. about, to be yeah, honest. Same, same. I was anyone... texting you boys going, what yeah. the bloody hell's going on? I thought I had some technological error on my behalf, and I texted you guys, and you guys said you had donuts. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty spewing, because I was frothing to watch Anchor Point, because I've been to Morocco, and it's a pretty awesome place. Um, to, mate, knowing you, you've got a story about Morocco. Have you got, have you got something you want to tell us about? That's well, it? look, okay, I've got a story about Morocco that may or may not be true because... Uh, Good option you know, to go to the toilet, T-Bone, or do something if you need to, mate. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. could go. I'll try <laughs> to keep it under an hour. But, yeah. uh, no, so I went to Morocco a few years ago. So anyway, we go up this mountain, um, where we, this mountain area. We meet this guy the night before, about 11 o'clock on the streets. 
He promises us that for a little fee, he can take us for a tour of the local hash block factory uh, that his family's involved with up on the mountain. Pick him up at seven in the morning. We drive him up the mountain and uh, we get to make our own hash blocks. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) So in the meantime, we buy some hash off him. My mate, Matty, rolls up hash, blah, blah, blah. We go to bed. We wake up early. I have a hot chocolate down at the cafe in the morning. This guy meets us out the front of the hotel. We jump in the car. We start, he, he start, it's him and his mate, these local Moroccan dudes. Um, he, uh, you know, points us the way up the mountain. And even though my mate, surf partner, is a total idiot, he actually speaks French a little bit, which is largely the uh, language of Morocco. They've got their own local Berber or yeah, Gurga, okay. yeah. but uh, they speak a lot of French. Anyway, these guys in the back of the car, these two Moroccans who are taking us on the tour, my mate catches them saying something about... Oh, I don't think we're in luck here. These guys don't look like junkies. I don't think we're going to get them, be able to get them to smuggle hash to Europe for us. <laughs> this is what he's interpreted yeah. in the French, right? So anyway, we're just putting along. We're going up this mountain, skinny goat track, gravel, winding around up this mountain, like not much room at all, dodgy. So I'm like, I don't want to be stoned. I want to, you know, old mate next to me is oh, just that stoned. I, you know, I, I need to it. keep control of this situation. <laughs> For who knows what's going on. So we get up to this village. There's no one anywhere. Climbing up this long gravel mountain road. He ushers it into this little hut where there's like three big Moroccans just standing in this hut on the top of the mountain in the middle of nowhere. There's weed just like growing everywhere around us. This little, even in the footpath, little like seedlings and that popping up. It's just everywhere. Not, a, not that good a weed, but just weed everywhere, right? And then we go into this room and he ushers us in and there's these three big Moroccans tiny little concrete room as we walk in there they slam down this big long wooden door lock you know like the old school big wooden door shut that down and lock it and i'm just like oh fuck here we go you know like we're we're pretty much going to get bashed and robbed but you know i'll just give them my money it's all good but anyway they look at us and they go you want some tea and i'm like yeah yeah i want some tea because they love their mint tea with lots of sugar so they pour us all these teas you know we're drinking meat mint tea on this mountain with all these heavy arabs and they just pull out all this hash this beautiful golden powdery it hasn't been heated down into black blocks yet so they you know yeah three different flavors i'll have some of that some of that some of that right so let's just uh put a little uh asterisk in here this is when you were much younger than you are now and you don't do this sort of thing anymore do you oh i've never done it this may or may not be true okay yeah you know this could be a total fabrication okay just one of adds his his tall tales yeah adds his tall tales so anyway i'm drinking the mint tea beautiful stuff a lot of sugar um we buy our hash and then uh my mate idiot fucking mate is smoking it he's already been smoking before we get there he's smoking more of it when we when we're in there, they're all smoking it. How and I, and I'm just get? like, I'm just going to, you know, I've got to drive this high car down that dodgy, sketchy gravel mountain track. I'm just going to stay straight for this one, I think. So anyway, we walk out, we buy the shit, give him a bit of money, walk out of the, um, walk out of the hut. And then my mate, Maddie, pulls me aside and whispers, Adzi, mate, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. I'm like, why? What's going on? Because these guys are taking it. After we bought our produce, they're taking us over to let, our, let us make our own one over in the factory part. And so they're like, yeah, we'll let you make your own stuff. I'm like, fucking cool, you know? Like, How good. So as we're walking over, he pulls me and says, we're in trouble, we're in trouble. We've got to do something. I'm like, what? What's going on? We've got to get out of here, man. And I'm like, why is that? And he's like, 
Man. That tea that those guys gave us, they fucking drugged it, man. They <laughs> drugged it. They put something in that tea. I, I feel really weird, man. And I'm like looking at him going, mm. are you fucking kidding me, mate? <laughs> You've been smoking a hash for fucking like Three days weeks. straight. <laughs> you just had like 10 massive hash joints with these pure hash gurus. I didn't have any hash at all. I drink the tea. I feel totally fine. <laughs> and they seem really friendly. And he's totally wigging out thinking they, thinking they drugged the tea. And I was just like, mate, you're a fucking idiot. So there's my story. And everything so, was good. We drove down the mountain. Happy drove days, down the went mountain. surfing. Did you make, did you make, did you, oh, yeah, did you may or may not? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, got to make my own little bit, bought their bit, made my own little bit. How good. And then we, uh, yeah, left the mountain, went back down and uh, we ended up getting a little swell a few days later and um, yeah, surfed Anchor Point at a four foot and nice long bloody peel. It was beautiful stuff. Sick. Yeah. So there you go. So, mate. Oh, I haven't been to Morocco. You've been to Morocco, Tebo? No, I haven't, mate. Yeah. It's a really been, cool place. I haven't left Dunstra. Hash blocks aside, <laughs> it's a very different culture. It's, it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. Got to get But it seems fickle. You need those real mm. thumping North Atlantic swell. Not just a small one. You need a big one. Yeah. Much like the one that's coming right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that shortly. So um, a couple of QS comps down now. We've got a, a little bit of a... Excuse me, a little bit of a rating situation. T-Bone, have you got the numbers there, mate? No, I haven't, mate. No, well, uh, I, I can probably take you through it. We've, uh, in the men's, we've got Shun Murakami, Nat Young, Wiggly Dantas, Keanu uh, Asing, Luca Messinas, and uh, in the top five, the first Australian in the QS at the moment is Nicholas Squires. Which is uh, obviously not a great thing, but it's very early in the early season. Days, early, days. Yeah, early days. As we all know, uh, you know, you can you can make the QS in the last comp of the year, like our mate Jack Robert did. And then, uh, mate, I like your last episode, um, the Japanese tsunami. It seems to be a bit of a thing. Japanese tsunami. And look, here they are on top of the ladder. Well, they've got the number one position in the men's, and in the in the ladies, we've got Brissa Hennessy. Uh, in number one position, and we got Vahin Fierro, I think, from France. And then we got two Japanese girls in uh, third and fourth. So they're oh, certainly double double winged tsunami. Yeah, double winged tsunami. And then we've uh, got Australia's own uh, Philippa Ando in fifth, which is good. Geez, I love I love to see her qualify. She's been knocking on the door for years now, yeah. and um, yeah, just someone should sponsor her. Like big time, and just give her a big push to get through because I think she's, um, yeah, she could sponsorship's hard to come by, but we'll get to that later, yeah, won't we? yeah. So, um, let's talk about that, Thank boys. God, We've quickly, uh, one last thing I'm surprised that Japanese have taken so long to be on the tour because you think about the QS and all those grovelly things, and they're all yeah. quite light, fast reflex, yeah, yeah, fucking karate experts. I mean, it's pretty much karate on water, you know, yeah. Like, it, yeah, I'm bit surprised of a, the Japanese are taking so long, but I think they, they're going to really bring it on. Maybe they seem to be. With, um, the Tokyo, Olympics. Olympics. Um, I mean, they've been having Japanese events on the... On the yeah. um, but it's not a new thing, though. They've been for years and years. Yeah. yeah, they seem to do well on the small stuff, though, if you look at history. Yeah. They just like small waves. Not but saying they're, they're, there's no Japanese that can't ride the big stuff, but um, nah. they seem to have success in the smaller waves little beaches well, they lighter and um, yeah. that fast um reflex thing but the wave of the winter well last year was won by a japanese surfer if i'm not mistaken um where was that at pipe oh, ja- yeah. the wave, yeah, wave of the and winter had a the wave of the winter did he win yeah he won he won can't yeah, think yeah. of his name that off the top of my head insane. That yeah was a big was, scary yeah, it's crazy man. 
And there were some good entries. And, uh, was a, and there was a couple of his brethren were right there with him in that comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. It was maybe in the Vox Pro. I think it might have been. Yeah. So um, just getting back to that sponsorship thing, there's been even further developments with uh, the whole Blue Star Alliance situation. They've sort of come out and said what they what their plans are. Are you across this, T-Bone? Uh, a little, little bit, mate. I mean, I, it's it sounds like um, they obviously want to uh, make their business a like, lot more sustainable than what it currently is running at. Um, they, just some of the, uh, the, the press that I read earlier on today, um, you know, 56 job losses. Um, Oops. It's and just looking at the surf industry in general. If you look back in the in the glory days when 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 companies were making a lot of money, but over time the Billabong, Quicksilver, you know, they've just re- been reporting year after year million dollar losses. So million dollars. I guess they haven't. I, I'm no I'm no industry expert here, but um, whether well, or not the people that's that are, debatable. The people that are running these companies, well, not running them anymore, but. Whether they didn't see this, the signs and the signals of, of just different changes in, in the industry, because it definitely did explode, right? Oh yeah, well, it, huge explosion. I mean, look at the process for salaries. Say maybe not now, but five to ten years ago, they were um, John John. You know, the Hurley contract. What was it? Thirty million or something over eight years? Crazy. Thirty million. Was it? Yeah, it was a huge. What was he giving back? What was he returning? I think twelve million dollars. If I'm not not oh, fuck, I could have the numbers completely he, wrong there. Yeah, I mean, I got told that Kelly, um, by different retailers, that Kelly's um, obviously was it was a main figurehead for Quicksilver, but no one would buy his shit. His little Kelly shorts, and he was worth lots of money. But was he was he paying the dividends back to the company? Well, that's it. If you're if you're paying someone a bunch of money to um, do that you've got to get a return on your investment, the old ROI. And if you're not getting it, well, you can't justify paying those sorts of uh, salaries, especially, you know, I didn't actually know that about Kelly. I thought I thought it was, uh, yeah, various reasons for that. But one thing that I, I've uh, been looking at with this whole uh, Hurley thing with the Blue, blue, uh, uh, blue water, water Alliance is that they're planning on actually selling, keeping the sort of the core... Um, surf shops and that sort of thing as the retailers because yeah. in the past a lot of these sort of brands have gone alright fuck it we're going to sell it in Walmart and all Kmart and all the rest of it and it dilutes the sort of brand integrity I guess but one thing they are trying to do is do different products within that so th- the problem there is that it dil- you know it dilutes the the I guess the in- integrity for the the core audience, and uh, you don't get the new new customers on board. Yeah, I think there wasn't that Hurley's original plan to appeal to like surf, skate, music, culture. I think they originally wanted to do that, but it just. But they didn't. More, no, it went more down the surf. Didn't surf work, road. and now Blue Star. Okay, think what what are they called? Blue Water Alliance. Blue Water Alliance. Yeah. Are trying to do that. No, it's actually Blue Star. Alliance. Blue Star. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Water. Sorry. Blue Water's local building it's company. Building company. <laughs> run by a couple of hell bogans yeah. that we love. Well, we all know that T-Bone's a research guru around here, not myself. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm Namu. I should have said that at the start. Um, DJ so you, Namu, DJ as Namu. he once known. <laughs> also known as uh, number three in the world for last year's Fantasy League. Three, mate, third in the world. Mate, it's 2020. That's, that's old that news. 
no, so that, no, we, does that we, mean you're going to use talking. that? We keep talking about it. Of a close and painful loss to rise to victory this year. No, I've got it on my um, what's it called LinkedIn profile, number three in the world. Do you? No. Yeah. You, you got to claim it. You I'll, got to claim I'll buy a house for you. If, if, if I was buying a house and meet at a mortgage broker and I saw that, I'd be like, "This is my fucking man right here. He knows something about the future." No, I've got podcasts from my. Oh, looks like T Bone's got coronavirus. <laughs> Where was your last job site, mate? Cheeky monkey you virus. No, nah, mate, you were you're a FIFO. Just wondering where you flew in from here, mate. Flew it's, in from Macau. The oh, casino. Shit. Now talking about Blue Star Alliance, obviously a pretty interesting. Sorry to cut you off, boys. Uh, pretty interesting situation, but very very fresh news, especially coming from the Western Australian corner of the world that we're in in Dunsborough. We're literally minutes away from uh, old mate Taj Burrow's home where he lives, and uh, big news yesterday was that he and Billabong have parted ways. That's incredible. You guys obviously heard about I this. I in and you told me this. I, yeah. I was shocked. It's been such a long and fruitful um, relationship. Well, it's been decades, hasn't decades. it? Decades. And, yeah. um, you know, he's given them so much. They've given him so much. Uh, he's obviously retired a few years ago, mm. but... He still holds value, man. Everyone oh, loves his influence CTV. is uh, worldwide. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's been so many, isn't there? Like, you hear Wilco got dropped by Rip Curl. Yeah, yeah that's understandable, that's, though. Uh, you know, like, Carissa, Carissa got dropped by Hurley. I mean, world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, I thought that was uh, Massive. pretty surprising. Yeah. Obviously, Alana. Um, Alana Blanchard. That was Billabong as well, was it? Yeah. She's Rip Curl. Ah, uh, Rip Curl. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... Well, just on the TB thing, we um, we decided to give him a quick phone call just before starting this episode on the February 9th and uh, just said, TB, mate, what's happening? Um, what's happening, Taj? And he said, look, you know, it's been a, a long and glorious relationship, as previously mentioned. I um, want to just take it easy before I, I mention anything of any drastic nature. So we didn't get a lot out of him. Keep in mind, it's actually his first wedding anniversary today. Congratulations. Congratulations, mate. He was kicking back with his lovely wife, Beck, who's also uh, expecting their second child in a few months. Number two. And they had number one in the good care of Vance and Nancy Burrow. And they were having a little romantic dinner on top of his beautiful yelling up home. How good. As we spoke to him to celebrate their first anniversary. And he said, look, mate, I can't do it too much. He wants to be respectful to Billabong, obviously, having such a great time with him. But he said, there's something coming. It's it's not like TB's without an option here. He's such a great personality. He's an unbelievable surfer. He's been such a fantastic representative for both WA and Australia and role model. A fantastic role oh, model. Mate. He's done nothing but smile and portray positive vibes through his entire career. The yeah, eternal 100%. grommet. Yeah, 100%. You know? That shit's marketable. That shit's never going to go oh. out of fashion. Someone who's happy, someone smiling, that surfs fit, like that, healthy, and legend, always says good day to you. Yeah, even, I mean, yeah, Is I don't it, know him from a bar, so I mean, yeah, we have exactly. we have a chat, but the amount of people that he knows to the extent that he knows me, there must be thousands of people around the yeah. world he just has a chat with. Everyone yeah, comes yeah, up and wants bloke. to shake his hand yeah, and all bloke. that, and he's always obliged. I've seen him yeah. in many positions. I'm. Um, Pretty good friends with him, and I've seen him so many times. Random people up. He's always got time for everyone. Yep. He's always happy, always smiling. That is always good on you, TB. You fucking legend. And good luck with everything you're about to do, mate. Love him, honestly. I'm sure um, 
whatever's coming his way will be a, a good and positive and productive thing. And we look forward to having him on the podcast soon, eh? Yeah, he just said he will come in soon. Maybe he, he can break the news, the yeah. exclusive Ooh, news on the Barrel Surf podcast. Wouldn't that be so a, wouldn't, up in two weeks' time for the next one and get him to give us the insights. Wouldn't that scoop? be an exclusive That'll scoop? That'll be a scoop on the Barrel Surf. We, we, could, let the Q, we could let the WSL know what's going on. Dairy milk. Ooh, well, yeah. Eh? Um, so yeah, good on your Taj and um, good luck with your future endeavours. I know everyone in WA knows that whatever you do, or around the world, everyone knows that whatever you do, you're going to succeed in because you're just a good bloke. Um, WA will always have his back, even if the rest exactly, of the world doesn't. Exactly, exactly. So um, where, where are we up to now? Oh, hey, um, we, we've touched on it a little bit, but one thing I wanted to bring up was the, um, the proliferation of surfers with their own YouTube channels because... I've been watching Nathan Florence's um, YouTube channel and just loving it. It's, so good. It's insane. It's uh, amazing. Thanks for putting me, putting me on to Nathan Florence, mate. I actually watched a couple of episodes uh, this morning. You know he's got a famous brother, don't you? Uh, he has got a famous yeah, brother. Yeah. What's his name? Ivan. Is it Ivan. a younger? <laughs> yeah. Is Nathan older or younger? I think Nathan might be the oldest. Eldest. You'll have to right? ask Kelly because he's the father. So. <laughs> Dad John. Dad John. So, so yeah, the, the, go on, Tebow. Yeah, so Nathan was talking about today, and, I, and I, I'll ask you guys this, and yeah, we, we probably don't encounter this very often, but talked about duck diving whitewash, so as opposed to bailing. So if it's 6 to 15 feet whitewash... 6 to 15. 6 to 15, oh, 6 to 15 feet whitewash, he prefers to duck dive. And hold on the board like a like a, like a buoyancy. And, and what he said today was, when he goes under, if he's got time, he'll do a double push, put the pad, put the sail pad, and push really deep. Double foot. Yeah, he'll he'll bear hug his board, and when he goes down, right. then he'll turn his board sideways. Really? So oh yeah. That's. I see what he's saying. Yeah, I've never tried that. Yeah. Well, all that flow and, and, yeah, and yeah. movement as opposed Surface to having the board flat aerodynamics. Have, it, have it sideways and he reckons he's sort of you can feel it pulling to the top and mm. I thought that was quite interesting wow that's very interesting you're obviously not going to duck dive um, there's certain occasions where you, you're going to bail or but uh, he was saying that John um, Carl Rothman uh, a few other guys you'll see always duck dive unless it's a big third reef 15 foot macking bomb but yep. they prefer to duck dive big white water so well, that's crazy i mean there was that video a couple of years ago of jjf doing uh laps of a olympic swimming pool underwater 50 meter pool without breaking the surface once due to his incredible technique at duck diving which involved frog kick and re-pushing and not even coming up that's pretty amazing you must have a good set of lungs bit you similar, reckon my bit similar to mark this all right <laughs> incredible set of arms that brings me to another video that i saw just recently uh page arms page arms the the hawaiian jaws surfing from maui yep have you seen the fucking arms on page arms <laughs> Mate. Is, it, is it elms or arms well i'm calling it arms because she's fucking buff man buff and neck shoulders arms and i was like how's her fucking arms on page arms no wonder she's been winning jaws but uh we're getting sidetracked there from Mate, she, Florence. she's yeah going back to Nate florence uh the, the the last clip, the, the jaws. Um, 
I was actually getting quite anxious just, just watching it because obviously they're at the airport. Good editing. The build up. Yeah. Good editing. They get their flight over to Maui. They drive to that headland. They suit up. Yeah. They walk down the cliff and they get over those rocks. And and, and, before, and while they're suiting up, you've got those really drawn back uh, images of Jaws mm. that you don't see on the professional edits yep. because they're always up close and drone and, and like in the channel and all these pro... Um, angles. It's real. I found it really cool to see that real drawn back, more realistic yeah. um, view of Jaws. Yeah. And those it's a couple, look at it, isn't it? Oh, it was a great insight. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Boats fucking going everywhere. There's like 40 people get cleaned up by this set, oh, and then they shoot everywhere. down to the cliff. Yeah, and there's like three boards on the rocks, and I'm like, wow. It's, I like to see more of that because as a real surfer. Mm. You want to see the edited waves, but you want to see the whole landscape and and everything that goes into it. So yeah, it was it was an awesome vlog. I'm I'm definitely yeah. a Nate yeah, Florence it's, fan. Yeah, it's 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 fucking well worth the, the the watch for sure. There's sort of fifteen to twenty minutes or so, which is um yeah probably longer than the usual edit. But I agree with Adzi there in, in that you get a feel for what's actually happening. And like not, T-Bone said, the build-up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's interesting. The, the music the when process, he's surfing too. man, that they go through. Process. Yeah. And look, to be fair, these guys that are doing these vlogs are um, shit. They're living in a bit of a fantasy bubble, to be honest. They but good luck to they them. I mean, they've created their own good luck. Dating supermodels and having, Yeah, you know, having this fortunate life uh, by being one of the best in the world in Hawaii. But... It's still, you know, and they're all driving around these big ass trucks on big walkie trucks. talkies and yeah. surfing pipe, and everyone's filming, and that's fucking cool. But America. I just like all the like T Bone said, all that stuff going on beforehand, mm. yeah. instead of just seeing the perfect edited clip. Yeah, the butterflies build up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic. I love it. Now, I should have mentioned at the start. I'll, I'll during editing, I'll, I'll certainly put this in at the start. But we have uh, a couple of sponsors on board today. One of them is. Naturalist Tess and Tag. Thanks. Fuck that guy's awesome. Thank thank goodness you're not on the mic there, Adzi. Um, we've also got Jeff Davies from Dunsborough Cellars on board yeah, to dude. provide some beers for us to have a little taste today. Thank you, Bundy. You're an absolute champion. Cheers for that. We're going to try the first one that we've got here. It's a cheeky monkey, Nick Minute NZ IPL, which is uh, going to be absolutely delicious. Can't wait to try this. We're going to just pour it out now. Here's the, uh, oh, that's a great sound. And we're just pouring it now. It's a very pale, pale beer. Wow. I'm loving the artwork on the can. It's so good, isn't it? I love the, I love, it's one of my favourite things about the um, craft beers these days is the artwork on the cans. Do you think uh, that, that influences the buyer? Totally, totally. Well, um, just to give you an example, we've got another one to try shortly um, and the artwork's not as good. And I wasn't ex- as excited about it. The um, beer might taste as good. Who knows? We'll see. So you but, say um, this is a pale ale, mate? Or uh, this is a New Zealand IPL, so Indian Pale Lager, I guess. Is that right? Jeez. Ooh, 5.7% alcohol by volume. So it's got a bit of heat on it. Give us a description, mate. What Adzi, we- we've got a Cheeky Monkey New Zealand IPL here. Mate, that is amazing that you've actually got this can. Because I was in there working at that brewery not more than three days ago, swapping over all their filters because I did the plumbing there. I saw up on their board, they had uh, an NZ, NZ IPL. I hit up yeah. the owner 
And he said, sorry, mate, we don't have any. And I'm like, how did I miss that one? How did you miss it? I missed it completely. And I worked there. And now, here we are. Here you are drinking some. Oh, mate, now you've got this... the connections now, I love it. <laughs> this is uh, from Dunsborough Cellars, mate. Jeff Davies. Good yeah, yeah. Oh, well, good. Keep on your mic. Um, this is, uh, I, I'm looking at this can and there's uh, Southwest Beer, Craft Beer Bogans yeah. uh, little sign here. Yeah, you join uh, up to that and you get a discount. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm thinking this must be a collaboration beer. What, what are our thoughts on this one, boys? I really like... Give us one second. IPLs because I love IPAs and I love pale ales but oh, then the IPL obviously me, being a delicious. lager that's has, smooth. has smooth. less body because yep. the, the IPAs are a massive body and a yep. massive mouthful of flavour and thickness big old numbers aren't they yeah well the IPL has that lighter crispier um, element of a lager but being the India pale lager version yep, it yep. still has more hop and flavour than your standard lager which we actually just drank a Cheeky Monkey Lager over there. There you go. Bone. Cheeky and, Monkey getting double dips. A, yeah, there's a lot less going on in the normal lager as the uh, NZ... I don't know what the NZ element is, um, but the IPL as yeah, a whole that. is bloody beautiful. I've been smashing Beer Farm IPLs lately too, and they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, funnily enough, we've got one coming. Oh, um, yo, yo, hey. now, I love him. That's good. That's a good, good friend of mine, uh, Matty Martin, who has got a YouTube channel, Beers, uh, Martian Films Presents Beers, Barrels and Burgers. These those burgers look insane. Uh, yeah, fucking crazy. Does he, does he actually make those burgers? I think he buys them, he makes them. He's a bit of a bit of a, a creative cat, Matty Martin. And um, yeah, Wait, Where can you get these burgers? Uh, I th- well, I think a he local. just goes around and um, Maddie to deliver a couple drinks, one, one drinks different drinks in the southwest of Western. Yeah, Australia. he li- he lives in uh, a little town half an hour or an hour north called Bunbury, and um, he Bunhole, Bunhole, and he he also um, known as Funbury, Funbury. Yeah, he he enjoys his beers and uh, his burgers and loves a barrel or two as well. So he's <gasps> sort of got a, a YouTube channel where he's showing his surfing and um, showing the burgers that he likes and he's. Uh, his beers as well, so check that out. Martian Films presents Beers, Barrels and Burgers, Manny Martin Legend. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, all right. So we're about to try the next one and uh, just have a chat amongst yourselves while I get... I, I just quickly, speaking of Matty, um, he tagged me in on a beer that's uh, it's a brewery in Tasmania. It's called T-Bone. Oh, mate. So is uh, it recommended to have a steak with the beer? It is. You, you so look at their Instagram. There's big T-bone steaks, no and worries. they've got all these different types of T-bone beers. So, yeah. so yeah. if we could get you to eat a T-bone, drink a T-bone beer, have the namesake T-bone, it'd be a trifecta. I'm gonna have to go Absolutely. over there with Maddie, yeah, mate. That's cause for a holiday right there. Oh, mate, holidays are being booked on the back of less than that shit. I think we need to get you in contact T-bone, with these guys. T-Bone Brewing Co. Um, there you go there. Have a look at that T-Bone. Oh, that is a nice meat pack right there. And they've got a variety good of meat packs. It'd be good <laughs> to actually give this uh, beer a, a bit of a try one time, Nemo. Um, right, imagine it. going down your local bolo or whatnot and winning a salad pack in the raffle. Passion fruit. Bloody good, Who's mate. If there, was some, if there were some vegan options, it'd be Jesus unbelievable. I'd be, I'd be stoked You're with that. Like friends with salad, someone once Yeah, absolutely do sometimes. That's it. Well, not a, not a now, what do we got all here, right. All right, we've got the beer farm. The Royal Haze. Haze. The Royal Haze. It's yeah. pretty hazy. It is. 
This is Beer Farm. It's clear as mud. Raw Haze Juicy Hazy IPA. Now, I'm Smells a big fan fruity. of Beer Farm. It's got the a nice bouquet. Beer Farm have certainly been big, big friends of the show in the past, and we, we love their beers. Love uh, beer shout out to Benny at Beer Farm. How are you, mate? So, we are drinking a Raw Haze Juicy Hazy IPA, and all I can say is it's freaking delicious. The fruits yeah, in that? Oh, it's got a, like a caramel sort of aftertaste did anyone get that caramel aftertaste I'm, I'm getting real citrusy notes on the yeah, uh <laughs> maybe i ate too much chocolate before i came down <laughs> mm. jesus it's, it's good though it is you absolutely like delicious nice. you know what i like about beer farm is they're all on rainwater tanks out there right yeah yeah there's yeah. no there's no mains water so you know a lot of these breweries even though it's filtered with all the best filtration you can get you can't rainwater's rain the water, man. It's rainwater is coming the fresh off the indian ocean down here in the southwest no pollution straight in there and uh, you, go, you know That's you can't secret. rainwater i used to brew beer in a chook pen when i first moved down into the bush as is chook pen yeah well look you know there's a whole <laughs> other story we won't go down there but rainwater is good let's just yeah, leave it at that yeah. i'll get back to my brewing stories at a later yeah, date. Yeah. I may or may not have made marijuana beer. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> may or may not have. Now, while we while we are enjoying this beer farm, hey, Royal Hayes IPA, let's have a little talk about Bronte Macaulay. seen Bronte on the coast oh what? I haven't actually I haven't yep I I've seen I've been, seen on Instagram she's, she's been, been pretty quiet on the QS now I before Adzi tells us his little Bronte story there is a little Instagram um, clip that I think Dave might Dave McCauley might have put up where she is absolutely belting the behoohoo out of a uh, right-hander right-hander not a left-hander no, nah, she's yeah, she's on a on a backhand there, and um, yeah, just tearing it up, just dialing it in over it, getting absolute. No, seriously, snapper. belting it, and it makes me think that when she gets the snapper this year, if she can get a get her head in the game, she's going to absolutely dominate. How good is it? We got so what, two WA people on the CT. We got Bronte. Yeah, so we good. Got Robbo, happy days. So, Robbo. So, yeah. have you seen Bronte in the water? I did. I saw her down at old car park. Oh, yeah. The other day. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she was there with one of her twin sisters. She's got twin sisters who are older. Oh, yeah. They're both really, really nice people to the point where I can never tell which one's which because they're so both so nice to me and I get on so well with both of them. Uh, oh, Laura so and Ellie, I yep, believe yep. they are. Uh, they both surf really bloody good, so you can't use that as a factor to distinguish which one's which. Yeah. But she was surfing with one of them. Uh, we had a chat. It was just fun little two, three... Cup and as you would imagine, um, the thing that struck me, I didn't really, I wasn't on the inside for a lot of her waves. I was out the back, um, sitting out the back, waiting, waiting for, for the, the big bombs. ones. Yeah, as I do, because I'm too unfit to paddle around on the inside. <laughs> but uh, you know, the thing that strikes me about her is obviously she's surfing good, but I just love their energy, uh, their positivity that is is um, evident in the whole Macaulay clan. Yeah, 
that it's just it's just good times, mate. They're happy. They're frothing. They'll be doing this mate, they surf without and sponsors, just, without comps. Yeah, they'll yeah, be yeah. out there doing the exact same thing. And Which I is what we all started surfing sure. for yeah, in the first place, isn't yeah, that's, it? That's so why they're so good. I'm so. tipping a top five this year. Ooh, Ooh. Timo, top Your five for Bronte. Top know? five. Yeah. So, yeah, why not, mate? He's got Dmac there. I'm um, gonna I'm gonna go as far as to say that Bronte will requalify through the CT. Yep, I don't know sure. how high she'll get, but I think she, yeah, top five's not out of reach. I think she's no, got the ability. I, I think she's got it. It's going to be a breakout year for her in the CT. And I did speak to her in that surf. Uh, she said she's more than happy to come down and have a chat with her, whether it be with her dad and all-time WA legend Dave McCauley or by herself. We'll probably get him in, I guess, at the same time. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe but separately. D-Mac has probably got endless amounts of stories. He could fill more mm. than one episode by himself, but they'll be uh, coming to a headphone near you soon. Yeah, the McCauley's are certainly on board with uh, coming on the potty and podcast, and uh, I've actually um, trying to lock in a time next week to catch up with Dave. So hopefully oh, cool. that comes off, and we can. Uh, I'm actually trying to combine it with uh, a bit of a. Uh, perfect day down near where he lives in terms of the forecast so okay. hopefully we can get a surf together um, and have a chat and then record an interview you've so got you guys been surfing got at a all? new board yet uh, which one you've got a new board from the lift from Corey yeah from Corey uh, not yet no I yeah. keep um, fucking Corey around a bit by changing my mind about what I want <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's got I, something big, mate. Yeah, well, I'm, ac- I'm actually thinking about getting a, a mid-twin because, I, yeah, I rode one the other day and it was so much fun. Uh, Fair enough. Like you guys seven, been surfing seven much? T- it's been pretty Yeah, a little bit. Little here, bit. Mate, Monday, I, mate. Monday, back on. What, tomorrow? Yep. I, Wednesday mate, looks like the business. And Wednesday looks like too. six to eight foot in offshore, mate. Every Wednesday. day, every day. I've got to tell you what every I did. I've got to tell you what I did yesterday. What I um I surfed in the Indian Ocean longboard competition. You know what? Someone tipped me off about this and they said that something happened. What, what happened? <coughs> well, I heard you had a uh, an alteration, an incident. Oh, well, well, all right, well. This is in my second hate, so I had, <laughs> had my first hate. When Did you I, have priority and drop in on someone? <laughs> no. Gabby? You know the me, rules of competition you going to let me surfing? tell a story? Or you're going to... Like... Okay, sorry, sorry. All right, so I'm out. <laughs> this is the second hate. First hate, I've gone all right. I've got a couple of sixes or something, you know. Pretty I'm happy with that. I don't know. Sixes going straight on Mel. Fuck no. So I've never... What size Mel? I've ridden a Mel like 10 times in my life. but um, uh Nine foot, I yeah, think. Okay, nine yeah, foot. Okay. I think you have to... That's like a minimum. Minimum, yep. Um, so... Second hate, it, by this point, it's blown out um, at a, you know, everyone knows the break. I'm not going to talk our, about it. Our local bread and butter. Yeah, it was terrible. It was like one foot and onshore and, um, yeah, really hard to get waves. And this fucking supper, <laughs> SUP, uh, no, it wasn't. I'm not even going to mention the sex, but it was a lady supper and she does the old pal around from the inside Paddles, paddles, yeah, paddles out the back, and first set just paddles straight into it. Right or a left? And, and you're oh, in a heat. And I'm in a heat, and she drops in on me. Did you have a rashy on? Oh, I had a rashy on. Oh, yeah, a coloured rashy. Coloured rashy. Had a white rashy. You were on. riding a male. Yeah. I know. I mean, I've but got nothing to say. But sup. You know, males take priority over subs. It's like and if I'm in a young up board riders on a normal board and a male. 
Yeah, like straighter. Like straight would have been. She would have been out the back for about five seconds, and then boom. She was just in. oblivious that you had a little coloured vest on and three other. Shouldn't have dropped did. in in the first place. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Coloured vest or whatever. Had let her five seconds to drop in or something. Did so, she? Did she go so straight that she pushed you towards the two infamous? I don't, I don't know. So Indigenous, what happened? Um, craniums. We we know, we know those ones. Yeah. So um. Give Come out the brain. back and she said, was that, was that, she just sort of said, was that you to someone else that, um, cause I, I said, oi, fucking get off. <laughs> yeah, fucking And, bitch. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> trying, I'm, I'm trying to get some points. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I haven't served a contest in about 15 years. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And, um, I said, no, nah, that was me. And she said, oh, yeah. Didn't even apologize. And then I said, well, you know, just, just. You just paddle straight out and took the first wave. It's pretty poor form regardless. There's like eight, eight or ten people out there. And um, English Owl just, he was out there as well. And he's, um, he was out, out on a mid, mid twin as well. And he just fucking arced up. Did he? Big Alley. <laughs> Did he? But, uh, he loves a good honest. He fucking. does not mind getting amongst it no, out there. No, he just likes a debate. I don't, there's no, yeah. he's a great man with no menacing undertones, but he loves a debate. Whether it uh, be in the surf or be of an intellectual Yeah, that's variety. right. So it just sort of escalated. And the thing that annoys me when people drop in or do the wrong thing in the surf, if you Big pull them up on Andy. it... We love him. Yeah, he's a good bloke. He's when right someone, does a, if someone does the wrong thing in the surf and you pull them up on it, just apologise and fucking move on. move on. Take your lumps. Yeah. yeah. Say sorry. Yeah. Don't argue about it. Yeah, don't argue. Oh, she she sounds like she's a curious uh, oh. nomination. Oh, oh. I didn't have a curious nomination. Should have saved that I've one. got one. Got one now. I've got one now. Don't you reckon though? Like if yeah. someone drops in on you. Nob. And she's you go, hey mate, you know, look around a bit or whatever. Yeah. And they start arguing with you about it. But if they arc up when they're in the wrong, there's nowhere you can go because they obviously don't understand the principles in the first place. Oh, those, they're so like, like these the fuckheads old... on Facebook or whatever that you argue with and they just cannot yeah. even it's see. It's the age-old conumbrum yeah. uh, where you cannot win an argument with an idiot. You because can't. Because it's fruitless. She it's just pointless. doesn't know, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, well, rules, she, she, could, well, she could stand up on a sub, I don't, I don't know, how do you... How do you judge how good someone is on sup? I don't know. I love how all three of us are sitting in here critiquing the world's best in the heaviest waves and our own experiences are one foot onshore, <laughs> Malcolm getting dropped in by a chick on a sup. Where, hey, you know, uh, we I'm, know what we're fucking talking about fuck down here. That's, don't fuck with us. That's the highlight. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It was, it was the reason that I actually went down there was a friend of mine, Robin, um, said, Come down there, a good bunch of blokes, and um, have a surf. So I thought, Well, it's you know, it's a bit of fodder for the potty at the very least. And so I had a couple of heats and um, yeah, had a bit of fun, and a good bunch of blokes, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, so that that was good. They've been around a long time, the Indian they have, Ocean they have indeed. Club. All right, yes, let's, hey, lads, yeah. oh, let's move on a bit. Okay, eh? sorry, um, yeah. Jack Robbo. Uh, I just want to shoot out a question. I was listening to the Last Lip podcast. Give us a pause. So the question is, uh, Keanu, I see and Jimmy were talking about Jack Robbo. So basically, um, 
if it's epic conditions, say barreling Kira, big bells, six eight foot speedies, eight to ten foot chopes, box, oil Rio Pro slabbing, Jack is a potential world champ. Pot, big port, Portugal tubes. But I mean, the list is endless. But if it's shit D bar, shit fat bells, yep. one foot money trees. Three foot Margie's main. Three foot Margie's main. One foot Margie's trees. They're not going to hold the comp, mate. Jack is out. Jack is out back on the QS in 2021. What's that's your, what. What's your thoughts about that? Well, that's why I was so devil that he didn't just get off to a flying start in the Volcom with a good backup straight off the off the cans. But it, mate, he can do airs. I think airs. Jack Robbo three years ago was in danger of being um, seen as that sort of a surfer. But I think Jack Robbo now he's got his air game up to an absolute optimum level. His competition game has increased yep. tenfold. Yep. But you look at his results. Has he performed and won a small wave contest? I think he did pretty well in Erisera or one of those European no, events, actually. No, yeah, Erisera, it was, it was pumping. But you've oh. got to admit, you got to admit, he, he, like, he, he, stops, he is susceptible he to those conditions. go up if the waves are pumping. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Stocks go yep. way up. But you know what? I think a lot of it is going to come down to finally the proof is in the pudding. Uh, that self-confidence that has now been reiterated by him qualifying, you know, onto the big leagues. He's won some events. If he can just stay on through the big leagues for one year, you know, everyone knows, man, it's pretty hard as a rookie on the yep. CT to, to, to nail it. But if he can stay on there, I think that'll give him that confidence to when you're having that split decision in shitty fucking beach break waves and some QS that counts for heaps, as to whether I should do this or whether I should do that. Like, he's got the talent. He can do the airs. He can do the turns. He can, he's got the barrels, obviously. But I think it comes down to that confidence of behind his decisions in the competitive arena yep. that once he's got that confidence that, hey, I'm here. I've stamped my authority. I've finally got on here. I know what I'm doing. I think that might be the difference which has segregated him up until this point. I do agree with the boys on lip, though. Um, if we have a, a shit, shit year with conditions, like at all the stops, it, it just he's in trouble. It, it, yeah, he's in trouble. But he's not that much. But in then trouble. you, but but then you look at someone like Ethan Ewing. They spoke about Ethan Ewing a fair bit as well. Yeah, they're rating him as more made, of a chance. Made some valid points. Well, rating him as more of an all-rounded package. So just 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 getting back there. Are you talking about Kanye, Keanu uh, on Lipped the other day? Yeah, yeah, okay. day, yeah. Sorry. yeah he's, a great, uh, he's a great commentator. I like to listen to him talk. Yeah, yeah, me too, surfing. me too, yeah. yeah. So the, the boys were saying, they're talking about Ethan, how he's sort of been flying under the radar. Obviously his first year on tour, you know, young fella from the sunny coast, um, obviously probably didn't quite have the confidence and, and obviously fell off tour. So... Ethan Ewing is um, is someone that can, I, I think, is can mix it up in all conditions. Yeah, and, I agree. And, I agree. And he's, he's he's a full package. I think he's a more all round surfer than Jack Robbo, um, but I, Jack Robbo in heavy water is far superior. But having said that, I think Ethan Ewing made at least a, f a final last year in Hawaii, and maybe two. Either, either way, he, yeah. he qualified yeah, he from. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So he's obviously got a heavy water act as well. I would not be surprised, uh, Ethan Ewing, top 10. Yeah. I mean, Jack Robbo only needs... Okay, if, if all the waves are pumping, world title run. 
But if only two of the expected five heavy water breaks are pumping, he'll re-qualify at least. You only need two, like, semi-finals, you know, and you'll you'll probably re-qualify. That's just me making it up without looking at numbers, but well, pretty sure I will that's tell it, you, I will you tell know? you from last year uh, how, what you actually need to qualify. So this is Robbo's watch now, right? We're on Robbo's watch. Yeah, so, so, so speaking of Robbo, um, knocked out fifth round. Got, got a 17th at the vault. It's not like he did too badly. No, it was just the waves went crappy. Yeah, and just yeah. quickly, so, Jacob Wilcox uh, got knocked out. Yeah, um, mate, early, he was unlucky. Did early. you see that big left pipe bomb that he packed? He it is was super a bit unlucky huge. at the moment. Mate, he pulled like into he, a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy deep. It was huge. If he came out, it would have been better than Connor Coffin's 10. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't come out and that lost well, his Well, that's anyway, pipe though, isn't it? Go, Jacob Wilcox. We're behind you, buddy. I'll tell you what, he's not afraid. He'll take his licks oh, and he he'll move bigger. on. And um, he'll be on the CT. Don't even worry about Let's that. Hope so. He'll be there for sure. Um, so just getting back to what you need to qualify. Um, so Yago Dora was the last qualifier for the CT last year and he... Made two quarters. Two quarters and a bunch of crap. And two ninths all year and he qualified. Yeah. Jack Robbo is going to do that in a he fucking surely, heartbeat. He only needs Absolute two heartbeat. events to be big tubes and he... Yeah. Well, let's hope Kira's just barreling off his tits and then we'll see. Just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yagodori made like eight hates all year and requalified. So, yeah. you know. Surely. I think Jack Ryback can win eight heats on the CT. And he has surfed a couple of CT heats, albeit as an extremely young kid. But well, I no, did it last year at the, at the box in the Magus Comp. Jack Robbo, he's like that. Let's hope we get a few days at the box. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's like that classic North Shore movie character right now. That's the vibe he's giving <laughs> out to me. Like the full 80s, over-the-top Hawaiian That's surf he, movie. He's got a new movie coming out. It's Mate, called Robbo's... You, it's like... World. You know, he's got the chick, he's, you know, rolled in, he's won the comps, he just se- seems like all the locals love him, he's he's getting mentored by some big legend, by Big Z, the penguin who's retired out the back of the island. You've seen that movie Surf's Up, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have, yeah, I yeah. watched it last night, fucking great, I love it. Great movie. Yeah, it's good for the kids. But it's like, it, it almost feels like that, you know, stereotypical Hawaiian season that the young white kid goes over there Cops some lickings, North gets Shore. the guru, yeah. gets the girlfriend, wins the comp, you know. Jack Robbo. Jack Robbo. Yeah, I love it. All right, Hope guys. you guys a good year. Just just, just quickly, just quick. Hang on a sec. Okay, sorry. Hang on a sec. We're drinking a Boston Brewing Co. Squeeze New England IPA, and it's absolutely delicious it's as well. It's a mouthful. Big tropical fruit aromas on this one, it and is. some tropical fruit flavors. Okay, now T-Bone, what have you got? I was just going to talk about Nazareth. Yeah, so we've got the green green light on that for Tuesday. Two days' time, it's on. So just a quickie. Um, Get so, on your mic, mate. Yeah, just a quickie, quickie lads. Um, just how the... Uh, they've explained how the Nazare Toe Surfing Challenge will, will go down. So ha- here, here's how it works. 19 big wave surfers from around the globe, 17 men and two women will be paired up in toe teams. They'll compete in a four-hour expression session with no elimination, an option to run longer if conditions are right. The session will feature a rotating heat format. Um, what I did like um, was later that evening, the at the athlete reception, the day's top performances will be shown on the big screen and each competitor will privately vote for their favourites. Wow. 
Wow. The final cool. voting tally will determine the winners. And that sounds like a night of Game of Thrones. Sounds like a fucking complicated way to so determine who wins. Everyone's going to go back to the reception, get on the Red Bull and vodkas. And, and every other thing that they'll be getting on. And, and whatever uh, Portugal's got to offer. Jeez. And, and cast their vote. I mean, fuck knows who's going to end up winning that. What's Portugal's national drink, do you reckon? Oh, it's probably Port. Wine. Port, do you think? Port, Port from Portugal, yeah. Okay, Port yeah. from Portugal. That's I think that, that's I right. I with that. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah port, Porto. Right. Porto, yeah. yeah fucking yeah, it's a, have you tried port from Portugal? No, Amazing. I have not, my so that's, that's pretty interesting where the, the surfers are judging their, judging their peers. Is that peers, a, yeah. Is that so additive to the judging criteria or is that a be-all and end-all? That's a be-all and end-all. That's really? How they, that's how so the own surfers are the only ones responsible for the uh, winners and losers. That's You're what to the I'm reading here, that's, that's what I'm reading. Fantastic, yep. Yep. Element. The so, the thing with that, it, it's like Eurovision where countries are <laughs> voting for their mates. It, that's what's going to happen. Uh, well, only the surfers can only vote. Only the right? surfers, so there's a limited amount of votes. Yeah, yeah, so but say can't. say say you and I are in a heat. Yeah, I'll vote for you. We're mates, so hey, we're going to vote for me, each I'll other. Vote for you. you know, yeah. it's it's nepotistic. Is that the right word? Nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah. T Bone, we we are now trying a we're trying a lot of beer. Well, not really. They're all we're drinking moderation because we we've only got. Uh, well, we had four different. Uh, this is our yeah, fourth, this mate. is the fourth yeah, one. So this is a Rocky Ridge. Don't drop the cot. Don't Sour the apricot cot. IPA, and the cot is apricot. Don't drop the apricot. Now this is very different Don't and very interesting. And this is the last beer we are trying. And oh geez, we've gone over an hour. We were trying to get out of here in one hour today, but that's okay. We're having well, fun. So far, it's too exciting to talk about. Mate, to, to, to wrap it up in a lot going minutes, on. There's know? a lot going on. Um, so this is Rocky Ridge. Don't, don't drop the cup. Like, to be honest. You're not a sour fan, I know. I'm not a sour, yeah. Oh, this is a sour? Look, yeah, I love a lot of beer. I don't mind this, but okay. I don't love it. That's what I'm saying. Where's Rocky Ridge? Rocky Ridge is uh, Bustleton, isn't it? Yeah, it's north between Busso and Bunbury and a little yeah. bit inland. Yeah, they've got the um, tasting rooms in Bustleton and they've also got the, uh, the venue, can't think of what it's called. So if, if, if you're going to try a sour, I would say this is probably a good one to start off. I agree, I reckon this is really nice. This is not that bad. I've had the reason worse. I like it now is that it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, a bit it's of not bad, but as a beer, almost like I think a it gets palate cleanser. Boxing Day podcast we did. I think the sours would go well with a really salty Christmas ham, um, and I, I don't mind this one, but I, I like my pale ales better. Yeah, yeah, but it's still a fine drop. It's a, it's clear, it's bubbly, it's honest. I, I've got no serious issues with it, but I, yeah, I would, yeah. it's not my favourite. No. I like it. It's it, yeah, I like it too. It's pretty good. As far as sours go, I'm not a huge sour sour fan. Sour fan either, but I do like this one. I think it's one of the better ones. So Rocky thanks, Rocky Ridge. Thank you, Rocky, Rocky Ridge. Rocky Ridge Pale that. is actually my favourite number one beer of all time right there now. There you go. Once again, thank you to Jeff Davies at Dunsborough Cellars for providing some beers for us to try today. Thank you, Jeff. Very enjoyable. He's an absolute champion, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, and a uh, We should get that dude in here after a couple of cans. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I don't idea. know if he knows anything about surfing, but he's just a bloody good bloke. No, he Tell knows lots about it. He's he a good surfer. A alcohol and beer. Yeah. No, he, Jeff. Jeff can ride away. Near the south coast, he's yeah. probably got a few surf stories. No, he does. Um, we 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 were going to do actually Adzi's top four surfers of all time, but we run out of run out of uh, uh, 
bandwidth space. Is that the right description? Sounds, I don't know. Sounds we haven't, we haven't, basically haven't got enough time. So what we're going to do is talk about the Curios Cup. Nominations, well, T-Bone. Well, to be honest, mate, I was racking my brain thinking, who's been a fucking spanko the last couple of weeks? Spanko. Um, mate, I couldn't think of anyone. I mean, I was thinking about Blue Sar sacking all this overpaid surfers, but fuck, they've been making thousands and thousands of dollars over the years. I couldn't actually think of anyone, Adam. Okay. Ads, Kennedy, what have mate, you got? Well, you know, there was no mate... Let's face it, there was no Medina or Charlie... And they pretty much take it out every time. So without those two guys in the mix, it, and it, made, it, and, yeah, <laughs> it made it hard. It uh, did make it hard. Look, I don't have a lot to offer. I'm going to nominate the anonymous, an, anonymous, anonymous, s- anonymous yeah. stand-up paddling chick who faded Namu on a one-foot onshore set <laughs> at our local reefy. Yeah, it might, it might have been a two-foot wave. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, been, it was at least. Oh. Uh, no, well, probably not. I don't know. I didn't actually didn't actually see, mate. Okay. So yes, I have did. a nomination yes. uh, for the Curios Cup. And uh, this time of year, there's not too much going on in the surf world in terms of uh, people making dicks of themselves and that sort of thing. So uh, I thought, why not give it to Nick Curios? Yeah, okay. Nick Curios. He has been playing in the Australian Open recently. Do you know why I'm giving it to Nick Curios? Because I don't fucking believe you, mate. You might have pulled the wool over the Australian public's oh, eyes at yeah. the Australian Open, but I don't fucking believe it. Because You're a fucking, you are a knob, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're always going to be a knob, and you've got, kick your you've got a PR team behind you making you look good yeah. in the Australian public's eyes, but I don't believe it. What, what made him I look good? I do not going believe it. Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Same, same. It, was just, it was just behaving himself, wasn't it? It was. Exactly, because yeah. the PR team said, mate, you got to pull, pull your head, head in, in, pull your head in. Yeah. I don't believe it for a yeah. second, Nick. So you're nominating him for not being, a second for, for pulling the wool over our eyes. I'm not nominating it, uh, Nick Kyrgios, but I'm giving it to. Uh, I think you know who I'm going to give it to Scott Morrison. You're a fucking joke. Get out of politics. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck all politicians. All right, Scott Morrison, Scomo. Scomo. Your reaction to everything that's happened this summer has been pathetic. Not good enough. You're gone. You know get what? out of here. I, I've read Sorry to get political again. Okay, we'll just. Quickly political. Namus political real, rant. Real quickly political. Apparently Australia Day. On one of the Australia Days, you know there's all the change of date and all this shit that's going on? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing this yeah, on the podcast, mate. Apparently, um, on one of the Australia Days in the early settlement history, everyone it was called the Rum Rebellion. Oh. And they all got drunk on rum, got pissed off with the uh, parliament and stormed it and ousted all of them. All Sounds the like a great idea. Pissed on rum, get rid of them. I'm like, I don't know if we need rum for that. Let's bring on the fucking rum rebellion. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Yeah. All right, last comments, boys. T Bone, what have you got? Mate, hoping we're going to surf every day next week. So if you boys are keen, let's get amongst it. Well, uh, well, you know, get some training in for the twin fin. Definitely. Uh, oh, we should mention. I'm definitely, definitely keen to surf a couple of days at least this week. The twin fan tango presented by Yelling Up Board Riders is on next Saturday. I would love I to. I know be you're in a it. single fin man. I know, I know, no. I was keen. Uh, Kylie and Gold Tooth Robbo, who are a couple <laughs> of weapons in, in themselves, who have organised it, uh, have invited me down. But unfortunately, slash fortunately, I am off to Nusadua on Nusadua. a beach retreat to score some warm right handers. Mate, how good's that? Mrs. Surfing. That is a great spot to go with a family. Three year old and one year old how to swim in a pool. 
Whilst Amazing. drunk on bin tanks. Yep, yep. Sounds good. Couple Sounds of Happy couple days. of cocktails. Mate, enjoy that. T Bone and myself are gonna be down at the Twin Fin Tango. Sweet. We'll be doing a couple of interviews, T Bone. What we'll do a couple of interviews there. Hopefully maybe, this maybe we'll interview each other. Yeah, well <laughs> Hello, my name's Tyron. What's your name? Andrew. Um so yeah, we'll be down there. We'll, we're both actually in the comp, aren't we? And we'll we are, mate. We'll you ask twenties? I've got a 20 to use, so I'm going to get one from BAM, unit okay. 3. Um, I've got an epic MR20 on I need a wall. 20. I'm giving, I'm, I hereby announce the team to he, borrow my... Are you going to let me use it? 10 condition. You're going to let me use it? Yep. Wow. First board I ever rode was a 20. Crash that motherfucker in the reef. Oh, oh the geez. next podcast will be violent. Mate, I, I was thinking that I'd love to borrow your MR20 because that's basically my ultimate board. Yeah, it's. I it's can't do that to you with all the colours and everything. Oh, jeez. It's on. Job's you don't. On you don't ride it. I've got a couple of um, good cordingly ones and stuff in the shed too. Oh, have you? I can donate to the cause. All right. Well, better, I'll have to come around right before you go to Bali, mate. You better. I'm Check leaving on Friday to go to the Tool concert. Tool. I may or may Tool. not take mushrooms. Tool. Where? Yeah. There you go. So um, I guess if uh, I do mess up your Margaret, uh, your MR twin fin, mate, there's a single fin shaped by Jake Parsons, sh- uh, signed by the top 32 in the oh, corner just Jake behind us. So um, MR twenty. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, but either way, I trust right. you boys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be we'll be fine. It should be a good fun day down there. I'm not sure where it's going to be yet, obviously. But um, all right. So. Good on you. If uh, you know, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can contact us at barrelpodcast at gmail.com. Get us on the Instagram. Don't worry about Facebook. Facebook's a fucking joke. Cunts like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Snapchat us or uh, TikTok us. No one Snapchat's <laughs> yeah. me, man. Barrel Podcast on Instagram. And uh, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Catch ya. Life is short. Live at large.